The perception that the middle class is shrinking has gained traction among many individuals. There are several reasons commonly cited to support this claim. Firstly, income inequality has been a growing concern. Over the past few decades, wealth has become increasingly concentrated among the top income earners, leading to a sense that the middle class is diminishing in proportion to the overall population. Secondly, changes in the job market have impacted the middle class. Technological advancements and globalization have resulted in the outsourcing and automation of many traditional middle class jobs. This has led to job losses and stagnant wages for some, contributing to the belief that the middle class is in decline. Thirdly, rising costs of living have put additional strain on the middle class. Expenses such as housing, health care, and education have been rising at a faster pace than wages, making it more difficult for middle class households to maintain their standard of living. This economic pressure further fuels the perception of a diminishing middle class. Furthermore, shifts in demographics and family structures also play a role. Changes in marital patterns, with a decrease in married couples with children and an increase in single-parent households, impact the composition and stability of the middle class. It's important to note that these claims are not universally applicable and can vary across different countries and regions. Additionally, perception biases and media coverage can influence public opinion, further perpetuating the notion of a shrinking middle class. Addressing these concerns requires a multifaceted approach. It involves tackling income inequality, creating economic opportunities for upward mobility, and implementing policies that support the stability and growth of the middle class. By addressing these factors, we can work towards strengthening the middle class and fostering a more inclusive and equitable society. The perception that the middle class is getting smaller or experiencing a decline is a complex and multifaceted issue. While I can provide some general insights, it's important to note that the economic conditions and trends can vary across different countries and regions. 1. Income inequality. One of the reasons for the perception that the middle class is shrinking is the growing income inequality observed in many parts of the world. Over the past few decades, there has been a significant concentration of wealth among the top income earners, while the income growth for the middle class has been relatively stagnant. This wealth disparity can make it seem like the middle class is shrinking in proportion to the overall population. 2. Job market changes. Technological advancements and globalization have led to shifts in the job market. Many traditional middle class jobs, particularly in manufacturing and other industries, have been outsourced or automated, leading to job losses and wage stagnation. This has created economic insecurity for some middle class workers and contributed to the perception of a declining middle class. 3. Rising costs. The cost of living, including housing, health care, and education, has been rising faster than wage growth in many places. This puts financial pressure on middle class households and can make it harder for them to maintain their standard of living. As a result, some individuals who were once considered middle class may find themselves struggling to keep up with increasing expenses. 4. Changing demographics. Changes in family structures and demographics can also contribute to the perception of a shrinking middle class. For example, there has been an increase in single-parent households and a decrease in married couples with children, which can impact household income and the overall composition of the middle class. 5. Perception bias. It's important to acknowledge that perceptions can be influenced by various factors, including media coverage and public discourse. 
The focus on income inequality and economic hardships faced by some middle-class individuals may lead to a heightened perception that the middle class as a whole is declining. It's worth noting that while the middle class may face challenges, it remains an important socioeconomic group. Efforts to address income inequality, provide opportunities for upward mobility, and support policies that promote economic stability can help mitigate some of these concerns and strengthen the middle class. Girl, friend A, Sarah. Hey there. So glad you could join us for coffee. I've been dying to talk about soulmates lately. It's such a fascinating topic, don't you think? Girlfriend B, Emma. Absolutely. I've been pondering the concept myself. Do you believe in soulmates, Sarah? Sarah. Well, it's a tricky question. I believe that there are people who come into our lives and have a profound impact, but I'm not sure if there's just one perfect match for everyone. What about you? Emma. I'm on the same page, Sarah. I think the idea of a soulmate can put unnecessary pressure on finding the one. Life is complex, and relationships are no exception. We grow and change as individuals, and our connections evolve with us. Sarah. Exactly. I think the idea of a soulmate can be romanticized too much, making us believe that there's this one person out there who will complete us. But in reality, a strong partnership is built on compatibility, trust, and mutual growth. Emma. Absolutely. I believe in the power of connections, and sometimes we meet people who feel like soulmates in certain aspects. They understand us deeply and share our values, but that doesn't mean they're the only ones who can do so. Sarah. That's a great point. I think it's more about finding someone who complements us, who adds to our lives rather than fulfilling some preconceived idea of a soulmate. What do you think makes a relationship feel like a soul connection, Emma? Emma. For me, it's about that undeniable chemistry and a deep sense of understanding. It's when you can be your authentic self without fear of judgment or rejection. And it's not just about romantic partners, soul connections can be found in friendships too. Those rare friends who truly get you and support you unconditionally. Sarah. Absolutely. Soul connections extend beyond romantic relationships. I've been lucky to have a few friends in my life who understand me on a soul level. They're the ones who know when something's wrong without me saying a word. It's an unspoken bond that's hard to describe. Emma. It's truly special when you find those friends who become your chosen family. They're the ones who celebrate your victories and lift you up during tough times. Soul connections, whether romantic or platonic, make life richer and more meaningful. Sarah. Definitely. And you know what? Sometimes soulmates come into our lives for a season. They may not be forever, but they leave a lasting impact and teach us important lessons. We shouldn't discount those connections just because they don't fit the happily ever after narrative. Emma. That's so true, Sarah. Every relationship, no matter how long or short, serves a purpose. They shape us and help us grow. And sometimes, those short-lived connections prepare us for the right person who comes along later. Sarah. I couldn't agree more. It's all about embracing the journey, enjoying the moments, and being open to the possibilities. Life has a funny way of surprising us when we least expect it. Emma. Absolutely. So let's stop obsessing over finding a soulmate and focus on nurturing the connections we have. Let's cherish the people who make our lives better and bring joy to our days. After all, isn't that what it's all about? Sarah. 
You're absolutely right, Emma. Cheers to that. Here's to the beautiful souls we've already found and the ones yet to come. Life is an adventure, and I'm grateful to have you by my side on this journey. Emma. Cheers, Sarah. I'm grateful for you too. Let's continue embracing the magic of soul connections and savoring every precious moment. Girlfriend 1, G1. Hey, it's so good to see you. How have you been? Girlfriend 2, G2. Hey, girl. I've been good, but I've been thinking a lot about tenderness lately. It's such a beautiful quality, don't you think? G1. Absolutely. Tenderness is like a gentle touch that has the power to heal wounds and bring comfort. What sparked your interest in it? G2. Well, I've been going through some tough times lately, and I realized how much I appreciate the tenderness of my loved ones. It's like they wrap me in a warm embrace and help me feel safe. G1. I understand what you mean. During challenging moments, tenderness can make all the difference. It shows that someone truly cares and is there to support you. It's like a bomb for the soul. G2. Exactly. It's not just about physical affection, tenderness extends to emotional connections too. It's about being vulnerable and creating a safe space for each other to express our true selves. G1. Absolutely. Vulnerability can be scary, but it's in those moments of openness that we truly connect with others. Tenderness allows us to let down our guards and be authentic. G2. And it's not just within relationships, but also towards ourselves. We need to be tender with ourselves, especially when we make mistakes or face difficulties. It's about self-compassion and understanding. G1. You're right. We often hold ourselves to high standards and forget that it's okay to stumble and learn from our experiences. Being tender with ourselves allows for growth and self-acceptance. G2. Definitely. I've also noticed that tenderness can be contagious. When we're tender with others, it inspires them to be tender in return. It creates a positive ripple effect in our relationships. G1. That's so true. It's like a cycle of kindness and empathy. When we receive tenderness, it encourages us to extend it to others, creating a nurturing environment. G2. And tenderness can also be found in the simplest of gestures. A kind word, a gentle smile, or even just a listening ear can make someone's day brighter. It's the small acts that count. G1. Absolutely. Sometimes we underestimate the power of those small acts, but they can have a profound impact on someone's emotional well-being. It's the little things that show we truly care. G2. I've also realized that tenderness requires patience. It's not always easy to be tender, especially when we're caught up in our own lives. But taking the time to be present and show tenderness is worth it. G1. I couldn't agree more. In our fast-paced world, it's important to slow down and be present for the people we care about. Tenderness requires us to be patient, understanding, and willing to invest in our relationships. G2. Absolutely, and it's a lifelong journey. We can always strive to be more tender, both with others and with ourselves. It's a beautiful quality that enriches our lives and those around us. G1. Well said, my friend. Tenderness is a treasure that we should cherish and cultivate in our lives. It's what makes our connections deep and meaningful. G2. Definitely. Let's make a conscious effort to be tender and spread its magic wherever we go. 
The world needs more tenderness, and we have the power to make a difference. G1. I couldn't agree more. Together, let's create a world that embraces tenderness and makes kindness the norm. We're in this journey of life together, supporting and uplifting each other with tenderness along the way. G2. Absolutely. Cheers to tenderness and the incredible power it holds. Let's continue to nurture it within ourselves and in our relationships. Girlfriend 1, G1. Hey there. It's so great to see you. How have you been? Girlfriend 2, G2. Hey, girl. I've been good, but lately, I've been thinking a lot about the power of embracing. It's such a beautiful concept, don't you think? G1. Absolutely. Embracing is about wholeheartedly accepting ourselves, others, and the world around us. What sparked your interest in it? G2. Well, I've been on a journey of self-discovery, and I've realized that embracing who I am, with all my strengths and flaws, is essential for personal growth and happiness. G1. That's wonderful. Embracing ourselves is a profound act of self-love. It allows us to let go of self-judgment and embrace our uniqueness. It's liberating, isn't it? G2. It truly is. It's like breaking free from the chains of societal expectations and embracing our authentic selves. We deserve to be loved and accepted for who we are, without any conditions. G1. Absolutely. And embracing ourselves also opens up the door to embracing others. When we're able to accept ourselves, it becomes easier to extend that acceptance to those around us. G2. Yes, it creates a ripple effect. Embracing others means celebrating their individuality and appreciating the diverse perspectives they bring to our lives. It strengthens our connections. G1. I couldn't agree more. Embracing others also allows us to build deeper and more meaningful relationships. It's about fostering empathy and understanding for different experiences and backgrounds. G2. Definitely. It's about being open-minded and embracing the richness of diversity. Our differences are what make the world such a fascinating and vibrant place. G1. You're absolutely right. And it's not just about embracing the positive aspects of life. It's also about embracing the challenges, the setbacks, and the lessons they bring. Embracing the full spectrum of life. G2. Oh, absolutely. Life isn't always smooth sailing, and embracing the ups and downs is essential for personal growth. It's about finding the silver linings and learning from every experience. G1. Precisely. Embracing the challenges allows us to become resilient and discover our true strength. It's a reminder that we are capable of overcoming obstacles and emerging stronger. G2. I love that perspective. Embracing also extends to embracing change. Life is constantly evolving, and being open to change allows us to adapt and grow. G1. Yes. Embracing change can be scary, but it often leads to new opportunities and personal transformation. It's about trusting the journey and having faith in ourselves. G2. Absolutely. And embracing also involves embracing vulnerability. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable and allowing ourselves to connect with others on a deeper level. G1. Vulnerability can be challenging, but it's in those moments of openness that we create authentic connections. It's about letting go of the fear of judgment and embracing the beauty of genuine relationships. G2. So true. 
Embracing vulnerability also means being there for each other during difficult times. It's about creating a safe space where we can lean on each other for support. G1. Yes, embracing the power of friendship and being there for one another is so important. Knowing that we have someone to lean on and that we're not alone in our struggles is incredibly comforting. G2. Absolutely. And you know what else? Embracing also means embracing self-care and taking the time to nurture ourselves. It's about recognizing our needs and honoring them. G1. You're absolutely right. Embracing self-care is vital for our well-being. It's about prioritizing our mental, emotional, and physical health and giving ourselves the love and care we deserve. G2. Exactly. Self-care is not selfish. It's a necessary act of self-preservation. When we take care of ourselves, we're better equipped to show up for others and make a positive impact. G1. I couldn't agree more. It's all interconnected. Embracing ourselves, embracing others, embracing change, and embracing self-care, they all contribute to our overall happiness and fulfillment. G2. Definitely. Embracing is a lifelong journey, and we're all a work in progress. Let's continue to embrace ourselves, our experiences, and each other as we navigate through life together. G1. Cheers to that, my friend. Embracing is a beautiful and transformative concept. Let's embrace all that life has to offer and make the most out of every moment. We're in this journey together. Girlfriend 1, G1. Hey, I overheard your question about why many so-called middle-class individuals have debts because of wasting money. It's an interesting topic. What are your thoughts on it? Girlfriend 2, G2. It's definitely something I've noticed too. I think one reason could be the pressure to maintain a certain lifestyle. People might feel the need to keep up with societal expectations and spend beyond their means. G1. That's a valid point. In today's consumer-driven society, there's often an emphasis on material possessions and appearances. People might feel the pressure to buy things they don't necessarily need or can't afford to fit into a particular image. G2. Absolutely. It's easy to fall into the trap of consumerism, where we think that buying more things will bring us happiness or social status. But in reality, it often leads to financial strain and unnecessary debt. G1. I agree. Sometimes people prioritize immediate gratification over long-term financial stability. They might use credit cards or loans to fund their lifestyle, not realizing the long-term consequences it can have on their financial well-being. G2. That's true. It's essential for individuals to understand the difference between wants and needs and make conscious decisions about their spending habits. Learning to live within one's means is crucial for avoiding unnecessary debt. G1. Absolutely. Financial literacy plays a significant role in managing money effectively. It's important to educate ourselves on budgeting, saving, and making wise financial decisions to avoid falling into debt traps. G2. Yes, and it's not just about wasteful spending. Unexpected circumstances like medical emergencies or job loss can also contribute to accumulating debt. Sometimes people are forced to take on debt just to cover essential expenses. G1. You're right. Life can be unpredictable, and sometimes taking on debt becomes a necessity. In those situations, it's crucial to have a financial safety net in place, such as an emergency fund, to help navigate through challenging times without accumulating excessive debt. G2. 
Absolutely. Having a financial plan and setting realistic financial goals can also help individuals make better choices with their money. It's about being mindful of our spending habits and prioritizing financial stability. G1. That's a great point. It's also worth mentioning that societal pressures and personal circumstances can vary greatly among individuals. While some may indeed waste money and accumulate debt, it's important not to generalize or make assumptions about everyone in the so-called middle class. G2. Very true. We shouldn't overlook the fact that there are individuals and families who work hard, live within their means, and make responsible financial choices. It's crucial to approach the topic with sensitivity and understanding. G1. Absolutely. It's essential to foster a judgment-free environment and encourage open conversations about personal finance. By sharing knowledge and experiences, we can help one another make informed decisions and avoid unnecessary debt. G2. Definitely. Financial education and creating a supportive community can empower individuals to take control of their finances and build a secure future. It's about promoting financial well-being for all. G1. Well said, my friend. Let's continue to have these conversations and support each other in making wise financial choices. Together, we can strive for financial stability and create a healthier relationship with money. The issue of middle-class individuals accumulating debt can have various causes and is not solely attributed to wasteful spending. While it's true that poor financial habits and unnecessary expenses can contribute to debt, there are several other factors that can impact a person's financial situation. Here are a few reasons why some middle-class individuals may have debt. 1. Cost of living. The cost of living in many areas has risen over the years, including housing, education, health care, and transportation. Middle-class families may struggle to keep up with these expenses, leading to borrowing to cover the gaps. 2. Income stagnation. Wage growth has not kept pace with the rising cost of living for many individuals. Despite being considered middle class, their income might not be sufficient to cover their basic needs, resulting in the need to borrow money to maintain their lifestyle. 3. Emergency expenses. Unexpected events such as medical emergencies, home repairs, or job loss can significantly impact a person's financial stability. In such situations, individuals may turn to borrowing as a temporary solution to address these immediate needs. 4. Student loans. Many middle-class individuals pursue higher education to improve their career prospects. However, the cost of education, coupled with student loans, can create a burden of debt that takes years or even decades to repay. 5. Credit card debt. Poor financial management, such as relying on credit cards for day-to-day -day expenses without the ability to pay off the balance, can lead to accumulating high-interest credit card debt. It's important to note that these factors are not applicable to all middle-class individuals, and personal financial responsibility plays a role in managing debt. However, it is crucial to consider the broader economic and societal factors that can contribute to a person's financial situation before assuming that all debt is a result of wasteful spending. Your friend may have suggested cutting back on certain expenses like coffee, wine, and travel as a means to save money because these are often considered discretionary or non-essential expenses. When trying to save money, it is common advice to evaluate and reduce discretionary spending in order to allocate more funds towards savings or paying off debt. Here's why your friend might have suggested these specific areas. 1. Coffee. 
Purchasing coffee from cafes or specialty shops can be relatively expensive over time. By cutting back on daily coffee purchases, such as lattes or cappuccinos, and opting for homemade coffee or more affordable alternatives, you can save a significant amount of money in the long run. 2. Wine. Consuming alcoholic beverages, including wine, can be costly, especially when enjoyed frequently or in social settings. By reducing or eliminating alcohol consumption, you can save money on the cost of drinks when dining out or attending events. 3. Travel. Traveling, particularly leisure travel, can be expensive, especially when considering transportation, accommodation, meals, and entertainment expenses. By cutting back on travel or finding more cost-effective alternatives, such as exploring local destinations or opting for budget-friendly accommodations, you can free up funds for other financial goals. It's worth noting that these suggestions are not meant to be permanent or to imply that you should completely give up these experiences. Instead, they serve as examples of discretionary spending that can be reduced or adjusted temporarily to save money and prioritize financial goals. Ultimately, the decision to cut back on these expenses depends on your personal financial situation, priorities, and how much impact these expenses have on your overall budget. The list of inessential things to buy can vary depending on individual preferences and needs. However, here are some common examples of items that are often considered inessential. 1. Decorative items. Items such as art pieces, decorative figurines, and decorative pillows are not essential for daily living but can be purchased to enhance the aesthetics of a space. 2. Non-essential gadgets. While electronic gadgets can be useful, there are many items that are not essential, such as virtual reality headsets, smart home devices, or high-end gaming consoles. 3. Luxury clothing and accessories. Expensive designer clothing, high-end handbags, luxury watches, and other fashion items are generally considered inessential, as more affordable alternatives can serve the same purpose. 4. Excessive kitchen appliances. While essential kitchen appliances like a stove, refrigerator, and microwave are necessary, items such as a bread maker, ice cream maker, or panini press may be considered inessential for some individuals. 5. Unnecessary home furnishings. Items like extra decorative chairs, ottomans, or additional side tables can add to the aesthetics of a home but are not essential for everyday living. 6. Specialty tools and equipment. Certain tools and equipment that serve niche purposes or hobbies, such as a pasta maker, woodworking tools, or specialty kitchen gadgets, may be considered an essential for those who don't have a specific interest or need. 7. Excessive recreational items. While recreational activities are important, purchasing excessive recreational items like multiple bicycles, golf clubs, or sports equipment may be considered inessential if they go unused or are rarely used. 8. Impulse purchases. Items bought on a whim without careful consideration of their utility or long-term value fall into the inessential category. This can include unnecessary novelty items or items that quickly lose their appeal. Remember, what is considered an essential can vary depending on individual circumstances and priorities. It's important to evaluate your own needs and budget before making any purchases. Non-essential expenses refer to discretionary spending that is not crucial for basic needs or financial obligations. These expenses are typically considered optional and can vary based on individual preferences and financial situations. Here are some examples of non-essential expenses. 1. 
Dining out and entertainment. Expenses related to eating at restaurants, ordering takeout, going to movies, concerts, sporting events, or other recreational activities. 2. Travel and vacations. Costs associated with leisure trips, vacations, and travel for pleasure rather than necessity. 3. Subscription services. Expenses for streaming services, Netflix, Spotify, etc., gym memberships, magazine subscriptions, or other subscription-based services that are not essential for daily living. 4. Luxury or designer goods. Purchasing high-end clothing, accessories, electronics, or other luxury items that are beyond basic functional needs. 5. Hobbies and recreational activities. Costs associated with hobbies, such as photography equipment, sports gear, art supplies, or other materials used for leisure activities. 6. Home decor and furnishings. Expenses for decorative items, furniture upgrades, or home renovations beyond essential maintenance. 7. Personal care and grooming. Costs related to spa treatments, salon visits, cosmetic products, or other non-essential personal care services. 8. Impulse purchases. Expenses incurred from spontaneous or unplanned purchases that are not necessary or budgeted for. It's important to note that while non-essential expenses can provide enjoyment and enhance quality of life, it's crucial to prioritize financial responsibilities and ensure that these discretionary expenses fit within your overall budget and financial goals. Girlfriend 1, Jess. Hey, Sarah. How's your day going? It feels like forever since we last caught up. Girlfriend 2, Sarah. Jess. I know, right? It's been way too long. My day has been a roller coaster of emotions, to be honest. How about you? Jess. Oh no, what happened? I'm here for you, girl. My day has been pretty good, but I'm all ears. Spill it. Sarah. Well, you remember that guy I've been dating, Mark? We had a heartfelt conversation last night about our future together. It was intense, to say the least. Jess. Oh, wow. That sounds serious. How did it go? Did he share his feelings? Sarah. Yeah, it definitely got deep. He opened up about his fears and insecurities, which I appreciated. It made me realize how important open and honest communication is in a relationship. But it also made me question if we're on the same page emotionally. Jess. That's a tough spot to be in. It's great that he's opening up, but it's also crucial to be on the same wavelength. What did you tell him? Sarah. I tried my best to be understanding and supportive, but I also expressed my concerns. I told him that I need us to be more aligned emotionally if we want to move forward together. I guess we'll see where it goes from here. Jess. You handled it like a pro, Sarah. It's important to voice your needs and expectations. Relationships require that balance. How are you feeling about it now? Sarah. Honestly, I'm a mix of emotions. I care about him deeply, but I also don't want to compromise my own happiness. I'm giving it some time to see if we can work things out. But if it doesn't feel right, I might have to make a tough decision. Jess. You're so strong, Sarah. Remember, you deserve to be with someone who truly understands and supports you. Sometimes those tough decisions are necessary for our own growth and happiness. Sarah. Thank you, Jess. Your support means the world to me. 
It's moments like these that make me grateful for our friendship. You've always been there for me, through thick and thin. Jess. Ah, Sarah, you're going to make me tear up. Our friendship is something I hold so dear. You've been my rock too, and I'm always here to listen and support you, no matter what. Sarah. I know, Jess. That's why you're my go-to gal. Your wisdom and perspective always bring clarity to my chaotic thoughts. I don't know what I'd do without you. Jess. Oh, stop it. You're making me blush. But seriously, we've been through so much together, and I'm grateful for every moment. We've laughed, cried, and grown together. It's a bond that's irreplaceable. Sarah. Absolutely. Our adventures, our heart-to-heart -heart conversations, and even our silly inside jokes are etched in my heart. Life would be so dull without you, Jess. Jess. Right back at you, Sarah. Our friendship is like a treasure chest full of memories and love. I can't wait to see what the future holds for both of us. No matter what happens, we'll be there for each other. Sarah. Cheers to that, my dear friend. Here's to heartfelt conversations, unwavering support, and the lifelong bond we share. I'm beyond grateful to have you by my side. Jess. Cheers, Sarah. To us, to friendship, and to the beautiful journey that lies ahead. Our hearts will always be intertwined. Girlfriend 1, Amy. Hey there. How's your day going? It's been a while since we caught up. Girlfriend 2, Emily. Amy. I've missed you so much. My day has been a whirlwind, but I'm so glad we finally have a chance to chat. How about you? How's life treating you? Amy. Life has been good, Emily. Busy as always, but I can't complain. You know, one thing that has really been on my mind lately is the importance of togetherness. I feel like we often underestimate its power. Emily. Oh, I totally get what you mean. Togetherness is such a beautiful concept. It's about being present, supporting each other, and creating those unforgettable moments. What sparked this realization for you, Amy? Amy. Well, I recently attended a family gathering, and seeing everyone come together, sharing laughter, stories, and genuine connections, it made me appreciate the power of togetherness even more. It's like a warm embrace for the soul. Emily. That sounds incredibly heartwarming. There's something magical about shared experiences, isn't there? It's in those moments that we truly feel connected and realize the value of the relationships we have. Amy. Exactly. Whether it's with family, friends, or even a community, the sense of togetherness makes us feel supported and uplifted. It's like a reminder that we're not alone in this crazy journey called life. Emily. I couldn't agree more. I've always found solace in the togetherness of our friendship. Remember all those times we stayed up late, talking about our dreams, our fears, and everything in between? Those moments were so precious. Amy. Oh, absolutely. Our late-night conversations have been therapy for the soul. We've shared laughter, tears, and everything in between. It's those moments of togetherness that have shaped our bond and made it unbreakable. Emily. It's true. Our togetherness has brought so much joy and strength into my life. Whenever I'm going through a rough patch, I know I can count on you to be there, to listen without judgment and offer your unwavering support. Amy. And you can always count on me, Emily. That's what true togetherness is all about, being there for each other through thick and thin. 
It's about celebrating each other's successes and helping each other through the challenges. Emily. Absolutely. Togetherness also means pushing each other to grow and become the best versions of ourselves. I'm grateful for the way you've encouraged me to step out of my comfort zone and pursue my passions. Amy. Ah, thanks, Emily. But honestly, it's been a two-way street. You've inspired me in countless ways too. Our togetherness is a constant source of motivation and empowerment. Emily. It warms my heart to hear that, Amy. Our journey together has been filled with beautiful memories, but it's also exciting to think about the future and the new adventures we'll embark on. We have so much to look forward to. Amy. Oh, absolutely. I'm thrilled about the possibilities that lie ahead. With our togetherness, there's nothing we can't conquer. We'll face challenges head-on, celebrate victories together, and create even more cherished memories. Emily. Cheers to that, my dear friend. Here's to the power of togetherness, our unbreakable bond, and the incredible journey we've been on together. I'm beyond grateful for your presence in my life. Amy. Cheers, Emily. To us, to friendship, and to the beautiful. Togetherness that defines us. We'll continue supporting and inspiring each other, making every step of this journey worthwhile. You are truly a blessing in my life. Girlfriend 1, Lily. Hey there, Laura. How's your day going? It feels like ages since we last caught up. Girlfriend 2, Laura. Lily. I've missed you so much. My day has been a bit hectic, but I'm thrilled to have this chance to chat with you. How about you? How's life treating you? Lily. Life has been quite eventful, Laura, but I'm grateful for every moment. You know, something that has been on my mind lately is the idea of cherishing the little things in life. It's such an important mindset to cultivate. Laura. Oh, I couldn't agree more, Lily. Cherishing the small moments is what adds magic to our lives. It's about finding joy in the simple pleasures and embracing gratitude for all the beautiful things around us. What made you think about this? Lily. Well, recently I had a conversation with my grandmother, and she shared stories from her youth. She talked about how she cherished every meal, every walk in the park, and every laugh with her friends. It made me realize that life's true treasures lie in those seemingly ordinary moments. Laura. Your grandmother sounds like an incredible source of wisdom. It's often in the wisdom of those who have lived longer than us that we find valuable lessons. Cherishing the little things truly is an art, isn't it? Lily. Absolutely. It's about being fully present and savoring each moment. Whether it's a warm cup of tea on a chilly morning or a heartfelt conversation with a loved one, there's beauty in the details that we often overlook. Laura. I couldn't agree more, Lily. Our lives are made up of countless small moments that, when cherished, create a tapestry of joy and fulfillment. I've learned that even during challenging times, finding solace in the little things can make a world of difference. Lily. That's so true, Laura. The ability to find joy in the midst of difficulties is a true gift. It's about cultivating resilience and appreciating the silver linings that often go unnoticed. Laura. You know, one of the things I cherish the most is our friendship. The way we laugh together, support each other, and create lasting memories. It's those moments of connection that I hold dear in my heart. Lily. Oh, Laura, you just warmed my heart. Our friendship is one of the most cherished aspects of my life too. 
The way we've navigated through ups and downs, celebrated achievements, and offered comfort during tough times, it's priceless. Laura. It truly is, Lily. Our journey together has been filled with countless cherished memories. From spontaneous adventures to heart-to-heart -heart conversations, we've created a tapestry of shared experiences that I'll forever cherish. Lily. And I feel the same way, Laura. I'm grateful for every adventure, every tear shed, and every shared laughter. Our friendship has been a constant source of joy and strength. Laura. Cheers to that, my dear friend. Here's to cherishing the little things, to our unbreakable bond, and to the many more cherished moments we'll create together. I'm so thankful to have you by my side. Lily. Cheers, Laura. To us, to friendship, and to cherishing every precious moment life offers us. Let's continue embracing the beauty of the small things and creating a lifetime of cherished memories. You are a true treasure in my life. Girlfriend 1, Sophie. Hey, Emma. How's your day going? It feels like forever since we last caught up. Girlfriend 2, Emma. Sophie. I've missed you so much. My day has been a bit chaotic, but I'm thrilled to have this opportunity to chat with you. How about you? How's life treating you? Sophie. Life has been a whirlwind, Emma, but I'm grateful for every moment. You know, something that has been on my mind lately is the power of love, specifically the beauty of amour. Love has this incredible ability to transform our lives, don't you think? Emma. Oh, absolutely, Sophie. Love is such a powerful force. It has the ability to uplift our spirits, inspire us, and bring so much joy to our lives. What sparked this contemplation about amour for you? Sophie. Well, I've recently witnessed a close friend of mine finding true love. Seeing them blossom in this new relationship made me realize the immense impact that love can have on our lives. It's like witnessing a beautiful dance between two souls. Emma. That sounds incredibly heartwarming, Sophie. Love has a way of bringing out the best in us and creating those magical connections. It's a reminder of the depth and beauty that exists within us and between us. Sophie. Exactly. Love has this incredible way of connecting us on a profound level. It's about vulnerability, trust, and mutual understanding. It's a language that transcends words and allows us to truly see and be seen by another person. Emma. Oh, I couldn't agree more, Sophie. Love is a language of the heart. It's about acceptance, compassion, and cherishing the unique qualities that make each person special. It's a beautiful tapestry of emotions and experiences. Sophie. You said it perfectly, Emma. Love is an adventure, filled with both exhilarating highs and challenging lows. It's about being there for each other, supporting one another through thick and thin. Emma. Absolutely. Love is not always easy, but it's worth every moment. It's about growth, compromise, and learning together. It's a journey that unfolds with each passing day. Sophie. You know, one of the things I cherish the most is the love we share as friends. The way we support each other, celebrate each other's achievements, and offer comfort during difficult times, it's a bond that I hold dear in my heart. Emma. Oh, Sophie, you just brought tears to my eyes. Our friendship is an embodiment of love in its purest form. The way we've stood by each other, laughed together, and shared life's ups and downs, it's a testament to the power of amour. Sophie. And I feel the same way, Emma. Our friendship has been a source of love, joy, and strength. 
It's a constant reminder that we don't need a romantic partner to experience profound love in our lives. Emma. Cheers to that, my dear friend. Here's to love in all its forms, to the power of a more that connects us, and to the many more beautiful moments of love we'll experience together. I'm so grateful to have you by my side. Sophie. Cheers, Emma. To us, to friendship, and to the ever-present love that fills our lives. Let's continue embracing the beauty of love, in all its forms, and spreading that love to those around us. You are an incredible soul, and I cherish you deeply. Girlfriend 1, Olivia. Hey, Rachel. How's your day going? It's been a while since we caught up. Girlfriend 2, Rachel. Olivia. I've missed you so much. My day has been a mix of emotions, but I'm glad we finally have a chance to chat. How about you? How's life treating you? Olivia. Life has been quite interesting, Rachel, but I can't complain. You know, something that has been on my mind lately is the idea of hidden affection, the secret love that lingers beneath the surface. It's such a fascinating and delicate subject, don't you think? Rachel. Oh, absolutely, Olivia. Hidden affection carries an air of mystery and longing. It's the unspoken emotions that simmer beneath the surface, adding a layer of complexity to our human experiences. What sparked this contemplation for you? Olivia. Well, I recently found out that a close friend of mine has been harboring secret feelings for someone for a long time. It made me realize how powerful and intense hidden affection can be. It's like an untold story waiting to be unveiled. Rachel. That sounds like quite a discovery, Olivia. Hidden affection has this way of tugging at our heartstrings, capturing our imagination, and leaving us in a state of wonder. It's like a bittersweet melody that only a few get to hear. Olivia. Exactly. It's like a dance of emotions, entangled in a web of secrecy and longing. Hidden affection speaks to the depths of our hearts, the unexpressed desires that we may fear to reveal. Rachel. Love can be such a complex and beautiful thing, Olivia. Hidden affection holds a certain allure, an enchantment that often stems from fear, timing, or circumstances. It's a delicate balance between yearning and restraint. Olivia. Absolutely. Hidden affection is a testament to the depth of human emotions. It's about the courage to feel intensely, even if those feelings remain unspoken. Sometimes, the mere existence of secret love can be both exhilarating and painful. Rachel. You're right, Olivia. The journey of hidden affection is a roller coaster of emotions. It's about grappling with vulnerability, uncertainty, and the fear of rejection. It's a silent battle fought within one's heart. Olivia. And it's not just about the person experiencing hidden affection, but also the person on the receiving end. How do they navigate the delicate dance of deciphering and responding to these unspoken signals? Rachel. That's a great point, Olivia. Discovering hidden affection can be both thrilling and perplexing for the recipient. It requires sensitivity, empathy, and a willingness to navigate the uncharted territory of another person's heart. Olivia. You know, it's moments like these that make me appreciate the power of love, in all its forms. Hidden affection reminds us of the complexities and depths of our human connections. It's a reminder that there's so much more beneath the surface. Rachel. I couldn't agree more, Olivia. Love is a multifaceted tapestry, woven with threads of hidden affection, unrequited desires, and unspoken words. It's a reminder that our hearts are capable of holding vast amounts of emotion, even in the shadows.
Olivia. Cheers to that, my dear friend. Here's to hidden affection, to the secret love stories that quietly unfold, and to the bravery it takes to feel deeply. May we always approach love and its complexities with compassion and understanding. Rachel. Cheers, Olivia. To the hidden affections that enrich our lives, to the unspoken stories that add depth to our human experiences, and to the profound connections we share. You are a treasure in my life, and I cherish our friendship deeply.